What is up, free world? <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? It is time for yet another another episode of uh, of the Krusty Krabosaurus. It's the Hard Rock Lunchbox, ladies and gentlemen. And that's uh, that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> I uh, I am sorry I'm late. Um, I'm not actually sorry I'm late, but I'm just telling you I'm sorry I'm late because that seems like the right thing to do, um, especially in today's world of incredibly, incredibly, horribly garbage customer service. But don't worry, we're going to get into that in a minute. In a programming note, uh, today, this morning, will be uh, released just on Stranger Hit TV, just about 12 hours ago, will be the last uh, of the top 20 videos without my new banner. Yeah! Woo, give it up for the banner. So, if you want to check that out. <laughs> One of these days, that statement's not going to have like a, a little coda at the end that's just going to keep on going, or just going to stop right there and just roll off into the ether. But for now, I am still filming the top 20. I know that for sure because I'm staring into a camera that is highlighting just how fat my upper chest has gotten. I am so unproud of myself. It's just... It's all stress management, people, so... Namaste. Calm down. It's just just a radio show. Just a reflection of your life and everything it means to other people and how much pressure that puts on you and all that other good stuff. But nothing to worry about here. <laughs> oh, man. Now, um, we're going to do the top 20, I guess, as long as... Uh, Jimmy over at Strangerhood TV deems it worth it. I will say I do look at it sometimes, and I'm like, oh, cool, two views. All right, fantastic. Knowing, <laughs> knowing full well that I'm one of them. Oh, man, nothing gets you up in the morning like that. Let me let me tell you, <laughs> I got a serious promotion problem, man. I don't know how to. I mean, like, I know how to fix it, sort of. Like, it's funny, I um. So, okay, as, as a songwriter and a band in a, in a DIY band, like, there is no shortage of people willing to tell you how to do things, like DIY, which is do-it-yourself. Uh, there's no shortage. And I remember reading this article. Like, a lot of times I read articles, especially, like, on Reverb Nation and stuff like that, but there's other ones, like blog posts, by people that are just posting, like, possibly the dumbest and or, or just ridiculous advice I've ever seen. But I think the... The winner of it, I, I don't remember where it came from. If it, it might have been CD Baby, it might have been it might have been the DIY podcast. I don't even remember, but they were talking about um, they were like you know how to do music full time, and this was a while ago. And I was like, okay, like I know how to do me. Like I'm not gonna like I don't I don't want to ruin the secret for you. Like and tell you, but I will tell you what they said in the podcast. And I was like, oh, or the blog post, and I was like, I can't believe that somebody actually wrote this down. So it was like, so the title of it was like, how to be, I guess, do, mu- do music, be a musician full-time. And it just laid out all the full-time work you have to do to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> like, that's exactly, that's exactly what it takes. Like, 
If you want to do something full-time, all you got to do is do it full-time. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's right in there. (laughs) And it was just laying out like, you know, you get up every morning and you like read emails and send emails to fans and interact with fans. Then you do like a couple of hours of social media work where, you know, you're contacting like, you know, your fans and interacting with them. Like, yeah, it's a full-time job to do that. But what they don't tell you is that that is not enough to actually generate an income. Like, you can do that if you have outside support. Now, I know that for a fact because I know what it takes. And if you you ask anybody that we know, music-wise, what it takes to do that, that's exactly what it takes. Now, you can support... Like, I've said forever. Like, I could could probably... Well, maybe not anymore. Not not post-COVID. But I I could support myself... Living on the road, like living in a van and hotels and stuff like that, playing shows because I have a product and have had a product that is good enough that I can actually sell to just enough people to just cover those expenses. And we all know bands that can kind of live like, you know, the swimming shark and stuff like that. Like, it's not actually all that hard to do because it really is just a function of doing it. And if you decide that that's the job you want to do, all, the, the hardest part for people is that if you don't have good enough content, like, people, I mean, people will people will consume dog shit, like, if you if you pepper it up and package it up enough. Uh, but, like, in general, like, if, you're, if your content is good, like, you can probably sell it. But the amount of effort that it takes to sell that is never really worth the return on that investment. And that ends up being the problem. Like, I could go on the road 50 weeks of the year, absolutely. I could absolutely do that. I could absolutely support myself on the road and stuff like that. I know bands that do it. I know bands that do it with lesser content. And it's not a conceit. It's not arrogance. It's just it's a function of the work that it takes and the commitment that it takes to do that sort of stuff. But what what they don't tell you or they don't bother telling you to do in that in that article or mentioning is that there is no real way to generate enough income so that you can, I don't know, save for the future, invest in future things. Like, that's why so many bands do, like, you know, Kickstarters and GoFundMe. Like, bands can't afford to make their own records anymore without you prepaying for it. You know, it's it's something that we don't do. Like, I don't do. Like, I, I don't like doing that. Like, I, I had considered doing... Um, I had considered doing an Indiegogo or Indiegogo or whatever. I don't even remember. For the new record, because we were going to offer up a bunch of stuff uh, that I thought fans would actually want. Right? Like, and I didn't know... Like, okay. For example, like, people people have asked me for handwritten lyrics. And the literally the only reason I don't do it, and to anybody that's listening that's ever asked, like, I, I don't think I've ever forgotten. And I think eventually, at some point, you will get them. Because the thing that's holding it up, it's not that I don't want to do it. I don't have the time. I don't literally have the time to sit there and write out my songs. Like, I usually write out my songs once <laughs> that's that's when i'm first writing them and after that they get typed up if you want a printed copy of the lyric i can do that for you all day i'll email that to you tomorrow but i physically don't have the time to to sit there and actually write down lyrics and i know that sounds silly but keep in mind that i have a slight mental problem that if i make one mistake on that i will probably start all over again so for me to write down a set of lyrics for just one song is probably Anywhere from a three to four month process. 
I should probably just write like one line at a time. You ever see like when President Obama used to sign stuff? What they do within the signing ceremonies, they have different pens so that you you give the pens away to the people standing behind you. It's real subtle. And if you didn't know that, you'll notice that now that I've said it. I mean, again, COVID, they don't really do that. But if you look at like old signings, um, you'll see like Obama, he'll be like, you know, B and then an A with different pens <coughs> just so he could give away those pens to people behind him. Uh, you know, because that's like, oh, my God, the president signed this into law with this pen. Like, that's a big deal. Now, Trump didn't do that. I don't know if it's because Trump couldn't figure out how to sign his name with more than one pen. He probably just didn't bother because he probably just didn't care because he's him. And, you know, it's him first. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what we learned. But, um, yeah, I could probably do it that way. But that. So anyway, so I had considered doing like a like a it's not a GoFundMe. I think it's an Indiegogo. I don't know why keep saying go-go, but I think it is go-go, but it's something, something like that. And um, I was going to do that because there's always been things that people have asked for that I don't know how to, like, just give them. Like, it seems kind of silly, like, but, like, we wanted to offer up, like, we like we had a whole bunch of different ideas, right? Like, we were going to do, I mean, obviously handwritten lyrics were something. We wanted to do, we wanted to do an autograph record, especially when the vinyl came out. We thought that was important. Uh, so we wanted to just offer up these things that were just extra uh, because I thought people wanted. So we had the lyrics. We had um, we have drum heads. Uh, we have you know guitar picks and stuff. I was going to offer up a guitar lesson slash uh, uh, dinner prep with Kaz. I thought would have been a super valuable thing. Like go spend an hour with Kaz. He'll make you dinner. Like usually kebab. He makes really good kebabs, by the way. Like you might not might not know it like to look at him but like that dude can really cook so like that was going to be like that the kebab would be better than the guitar lesson i think um but um you know we're going to offer that i was going to have a barbecue meal with noodle i thought that would that would have been the top thing and then we're going to like we were going to have roadie for a show um you could roadie for us uh like full-on roadie like just do the do the job and um then we were going to actually have, like, be in the band, like, you know, <laughs> for, for a show. <laughs> uh, I had a bunch of other stuff, drum heads, uh, guitar stuff. I don't I had a list of stuff. It was going to be, it was going to be like that. Um, we'll have Tony, like, wash your car or something. I don't remember exactly what all the details was. But we, I don't think we could do the Tony thing because Margo would just buy all those. Like, I got to tell you, Margo, <laughs> Margo buying Tony for a week wouldn't be be the funniest thing i don't honestly know how much different that would be but like i put that up there to see what would happen That's <laughs> um yeah yeah a nice intimate evening with revel nine we could have uh, we could put up there uh come to come to the band meeting <laughs> like i gotta tell you <laughs> i gotta tell you i don't know how much i could charge for that but i know the next band meeting is definitely one you should probably attend <laughs> Oh man, could have a drinking contest with Noodle, but uh, good luck winning that one. Although people have definitely attempted to get my drummer like much too high, and uh, I don't appreciate that. So let's uh, let's not do that anymore. <laughs> oh man, I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about. But oh yeah, dude. To be a full-time musician. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's super easy to do music full-time. All you have to do is do it full-time. Honestly, with that kind of logic, it's easy to do anything full-time. Like, you want to do nothing full-time? 
poof, do nothing full time. You want to absolutely contribute nothing at all to society? Be an internet radio show host. Super easy. Do that full time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my point is. Uh, doing something full-time is different than like doing something and making a living at it. And I'm not even looking to make a fortune at it. Like I was, I was asked last night, like what, what it is I kind of want to do with like my voice. Like what, what do I want? And I, I was saying and lamenting that I like, this might come as a shock to you, but I like talking. Um, but I do, I like communicating. It's not necessarily like I would, I would. I would really enjoy this show, I think, if I had, a, like, an actual co-host that I could talk to or multiple people. Like, even if, it, like, even in the chat, like, if we could figure out a way to have, like, some dialogue back and forth, like, some Q&A, like, I'd be down for that. Like, I don't know exactly how that would make sense. Like, maybe I could Zoom meeting in the middle of this stupid show and we could be like, and now let's do five minutes with the crowd. Like, course i would probably have to use that sound effect but that that that's neither here nor there um but like i like doing that kind of stuff and i realized that i've always liked doing that i've liked talking and communicating and and the exchange of ideas and i find that in songwriting and stuff it's a little bit more of a uh ted talk like which i would also love to do i would love to do a ted talk i don't know what the hell i would do it on because much like most annoying people i'm an expert in nothing and uh you know yeah, expert in nothing and uh, kind of just slightly knowledgeable in, like, everything else. And that is that is a rule to be – that is that is a surefire way to become uh, an annoying person, which I think I am. So, yeah. Uh, um, but something – something – man, train of thought, just leaving the goddamn station. Ah, <laughs> uh, Oh, you hear that? I can scratch my beard and make a sound on the radio. You just let me know if there's anything more disgusting than that today. Because there probably won't be. Thank you. Oh, man. So, um, I guess I should get to programming notes, seeing as I'm 15 minutes in. So, this uh, this last top 20 with uh, without the banner, we already discussed that. Banner, banner, take a bow. I am so proud of this goddamn banner, and it is working out fabulously. Like, I don't know how much more professional it makes me look, but I really had nowhere to go but up. And I think that's that's kind of important. Um, but this week on the Top 20, it's the one where I'm talking about how uh, Alabama is really the shithole we got to keep an eye on, uh, as opposed to, to Mississippi. But it turns out Texas... Coming right along, right behind them, embarrassing the entire world. I don't need to get into the abortion debate. It's it's hella interesting from a political point and a, and a judicial point. Like I strongly suggest you like look into everything that's going on with like personal domain and like Grindel's Den and all these other. Like this is a good time to be alive if you're not a woman from Texas, but are interested in like the way the law of the land gets settled. We don't have a lot of that stuff. I mean, in our lifetime, we've had a few really big ones, but this one's been going on for years. 
and, th- and this is a big deal. I do think it's funny, though, that Texas decided to enact basically what amounts to an abortion ban at the exact same week that Mexico decided that that was barbaric and ridiculous and unconstitutional and basically had their Roe v. Wade moment, like, in the same week. Like, we are just, seriously, like, the United States, like, is just going like this. Like, the... Like, the United States is, like, becoming more and more like the Taliban, like, kind of every day. And if you don't agree, that's fine. But, like, you know, when we start enacting laws for religious reasons and stuff like that, like, what are we doing? Like, what's next? When can we stop women from speaking is all I really want to know. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Uh, but I, I like that Mexico is, like, championing human rights on our southern border, and we are just trying to repress them as much as possible. But also, Texas went in head and did. They signed their ridiculous and probably unconstitutional uh, voting uh, restrictions law. Now, it's actually not all bad, which is funny because some of it, like, they set minimum hours for, like, early voting, which is nice to have in the rules and stuff. But, like, but it's just, like... There, there was. Some, I read something. It was like there was 425 pieces of legislation uh, brought in since the last election to the to the various states versus vis-a-vis uh, voting, and all of the red states are restricting voting. All of those laws and bills are for restrictive voting, and all of the blue states are for expanding voting. Like. Could you be, like, more to Americas? Like, could you? Like, I saw something the other day. I don't even remember where I saw it, but it was just, it was so telling to me. And I think the post was something along the lines of, like, it's fascinating to me to watch people at a party, at a pizza party, where you have groups of people that are taking three slices of pizza because they just don't know when the pizza's going to run out. And then you have people that are taking just one slice of pizza for the very same reason. And to me, that defines the two Americas that we're living in, just completely defines it because i've been saying it forever like it's the that whole me first thing is exactly what's been happening and if you're acting that way like first of all you're a poor american and you are a hell of bad christian so like that's the argument i get in with religious people all the time because as soon as people start criticizing people in the name of god all i just do is start quoting the bible and pointing out stuff like all those times that like jesus was casting those stones like we all remember that right and how like he didn't even want to help the lesser amongst us especially those goddamn lepers and I, I you know goddamn stuff like that like people in the name of god just come up with some really interesting ways to express exactly what jesus said which was none of those things <laughs> so anyway i'm just I actually had stuff written down, but I just sort of stuck, so that's it. So uh, in other programming stuff, um, the full interview with uh, Paul Mark from Silverstein is out. Is it out? Is it out this week? No. Yes, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Man, I'm having such a week. I watched it yesterday. It's a hella good interview. And also, if you have not checked out the Bacon is My Podcast interviews in a while, Mike and Jimmy have changed format a little bit, a format that I really appreciate because they kind of intro everything and they just sort of talk, which is... I mean, I like the interviews, and I find, you know, people are interesting for a little bit of a while. But, like, Mike and Jimmy are two of my best friends. I'd rather watch them talk. And it's just fun. Like, the, And then on this one, Jimmy talks about the house that they stayed at when he went out to officiate that wedding for his brother. It, it is just... It's funny, and and it might be funnier because I was getting pictures in real time of the house that they were staying at, which... <laughs> I don't even want to ruin it. Just head on over to Stranger at TV and check that out, because that was definitely... Uh, definitely super funny so uh, definitely check that out it was good um they uh, also are doing a crossover with the honest uh, af show uh, as f 
AF, Honest AF podcast. I don't know it, but it's super cool that they're doing crossovers. Crossovers I always find to be fun and TV and bands and radio and all that other stuff. So be sure and check that out. That, I think, came out last night. Again, I'm super behind because of work and just messing up life in general and all that other stuff. But that's pretty much all I got for programming notes, except for one thing, and I'm going to apologize in advance, and please don't give me a hard time about this, but there will be no show uh, next Thursday. And... There's a period after after that. Uh, I am going to not be able to be here next Thursday. It happens. I think the last time I, I was off was like two or three years ago. Uh, I just I physically cannot be here. And I considered doing uh, one of the replay shows. But as I've said in the past, when I the last time I did a replay show, I got like almost hate mail. <laughs> like, like literally almost hate mail. <laughs> so... I am not going to do that. Just consider it just a week off, and I'm sorry. Uh, I, I I can put together a playlist and maybe publish it on Spotify if you want to know like what I probably would have played. Uh, we could do that. Uh, I had always considered maybe doing a best of, but again, like no, people hate replays. And honestly, is there really a best of this show? I didn't think so. <laughs> Uh, the one good thing is that it will move the top 20 up to one week behind this show, which I think will make it more timely. Not that many people watch it anyway, but if it will make it more relevant, so maybe it will pick up more search hits. I, I don't know. Uh, and as always, if anybody has any ideas on how to make uh, the top 20 better, uh, how to make it more successful, or how to make the Hard Rock Lunchbox better, like I'm open for ideas. I'm open for all ideas except for... Uh, let somebody else do it. That seems to be the number one idea, and I feel a little bit offended by that. And I think that's probably appropriate. It's so funny. I have uh, I actually wrote down stuff to talk about, and um, I want to talk about really bad customer service from Metropolitan Life, the company you keep, which is funny because I'm wearing my Snoopy shirt today, and Snoopy would be ashamed of the customer service I got from them. I also want to talk about infrastructure a little bit because that's going on right now, and it's kind of... It's not really political as much as it is topical, but I want to talk about that. And I have some news about KJ's and the Unplugged shows, and it's not good, and I want to talk about that, too. Uh, but maybe I'll just talk about that either during the show or at some point or blah, 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 blah. I don't think cus- bad customer service is going away. I don't think uh, the infrastructure thing is going to happen uh, without a fight. And KJ's is KJ's, but we'll talk about that maybe during the show. And, of course, anything else you want to join the conversation, it is always live except for next week, on 99WNRR.com. You can join the chat. The chat does not bite often. Uh, they're cool people. They're, they're cool people. Team Uppity, don't let the name fool you. They're very cool. Feel free to join the conversation. And as always, if you have anything to add or want to contact me directly, it's hardrocklunchbox at gmail.com. If you have anything at all negative to say, we read all comments over at Monty at cravingstrange.net. We have two completely different departments to make sure all of your comments get read. And uh, that's pretty much all i got to say. And then we'll get into some music, and we'll talk more after that. But in the meantime, I cannot believe I have never played this song on the box. I, I think it, I must think it weekly, but I've never played it. And now, I guess we should do that. So, there's a first time for everything, and this should not be this, but it is. Yeah, terrible segue, I know. Yeah. <laughs> 